0: Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Thursday, 26 October 2023. Our bit today comes from Psalm 73, verse 26, which says, My flesh and my heart fail it, but God is the strength, the rock of my heart, and my portion forever. And friends, just like Wednesday yesterday, Today, Thursday has open, rainy, and somewhat cloudy. Consecutive rainy and cloudy days. But who's complaining? For we do need some heavenly blessings. Let's be thankful that we are at least getting a little. Some parts of our world haven't gotten any in a long time and are suffering from severe drought. Let's pray that they will soon receive some heavenly relief because there's nothing worse on this earth than to be without water, both in the human body and on the land. And it's been a long time since we've shared something from our one year book of Bible promises with writings by Ruth Hamskall King. So today, let's check out this piece simply titled, The Living God. Please pray with me. I place my whole confidence in the living God, not because things are going my way, not because I understand all the inexplainables, or because I'm immune to problems and pain and sorrow, but despite my questions, my reversals, my disappointments, Despite my sorrow and tears, I place my whole confidence in the living God, for He alone can see me through. He alone is worthy of my trust. Whoa! And that's the gospel truth, friends. The one and only living God, Yahweh, is the only being in this universe worthy of our total trust. And why is that, you ask? Because, Whether you believe it or not, he is our creator and controller, and nothing happens in our lives or this world unless he instigates or allows it. The problem mankind has, though, is surrendering their entire life to an unseen deity. And with our God-given choice of free will, it becomes even harder for man to do so as he increases in worldly knowledge and wisdom. Unfortunately, though, worldly knowledge and wisdom don't recognize the Almighty God as the titan that he is, but relegates him to a minor background role, even foolishly desiring to completely rid, of, rid our society of his awesome presence. But that's something that will never happen. No because the Lord won't allow it. And I don't know why man doesn't wake up and recognize his real puny, powerless self. As Jesus so rightly asks, which of you, by taking thought or worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? That comes from Matthew six twenty-seven. The answer is none of us, because we don't have the power to make any serious increases or decreases to our bodies and our lives in general. Just look at how many rich people die despite their wealth and accessibility to the best medical attention the world has to offer. And so many young ones who go home before we think it's time. And why do some get real sick and don't pass on while others are not sick but nonetheless pass over to the other side? If we truly had the power over our lives, wouldn't we do it differently? Of course, but the fact is that when the grim reaper comes a calling, we don't have a snowball's chance in hell of refusing or not accepting his invitation. So it's about time mankind wakes up and realizes that there are only a very few aspects of life that he can really control. And even those he controls through the goodness and grace of Almighty God. And that's why it's wisdom of immense proportions to surrender our lives to the one true and living God. And the Bible promise for today's poem comes from Psalm 73, that very significant expose of the psalmist Asaph's life where he almost fell captive to the attractiveness of the prosperity of the wicked, but discovered his folly when he went into the Lord's sanctuary and finally understood the demise God had planned for them. Consequently, he later penned these poignant, but also true words that Miss Culkin uses as a Bible promise for our poem. Asaph writes, whom have I in heaven, but thee? And there's none upon earth that I desire beside thee. My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength, the rock of my heart, and my portion forever. And that's Psalm 73, 25 to 26. Now my people, those are very good scriptures on which to base our total surrender to God because he is truly the only one, both in heaven and earth, that we can sincerely and faithfully depend on, the only one who will never leave nor forsake us, nor deceive us, like Satan, the father of lies and deceit, and his evil cronies do. And please remember these true and uplifting words of another psalmist, who says, Put not your trust in princes, nor in the Son of Man, that's human beings, in whom there is no help, no salvation. His breath goeth forth, that is, his spirit departs. He returneth to his earth. In that very day his thoughts perish. Happy is he that had the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God, which made heaven and earth, the sea and all that therein is, which keepeth truth forever. And that's Psalm 146, 3 to 6. Now, that is the ultimate in wisdom, my brethren. And please pay particular attention to that last statement, which keepeth truth forever, because it is the indisputable truth. Real truth is only to be found in the word of God as Jesus so sincerely stated, as he reverently prayed to the Father for the disciples, sanctify them, set them apart through thy truth. Thy word is truth. And that comes from John seventeen seventeen. And what does that mean? This commentary explains it as simply as possible. It says, God's word is truth. What he says is true. We cannot simply discard discard it because we disagree with it. If we do, we are, in effect, calling God a liar. And sadly, too many of us do that or insinuate it every single day, my people. No wonder our world is in such a mess. But our great God doesn't take offense, no, because he knows that in the long run we will all have to come running back to him if we desire salvation and eternal life. In fact, he's even generous to a fault, bestowing blessings on us that we don't deserve, but which are necessary for us to do his earthly work. We call them our thirsty blessings, and to activate them, we need to declare, yes, we spell declare right, we need to declare them aloud. So please, let's do that right now now. Altogether, I declare that I am blessed with God's supernatural wisdom and receive receive clear direction for my life. I declare today that I am blessed with creativity, courage, talent, and abundance. I am blessed with a strong will, self-control, and self-discipline. I am blessed with a great family, good friends, good health, faith favor and fulfillment i'm blessed with success supernatural strength promotion and divine protection i'm blessed with a compassionate heart and a positive outlook on life i declare that any curse or negative word that's ever been spoken over me is broken right now in the name of jesus i declare that everything i put my hands to Will prosper and succeed. I declare today and every day, Amen. Now, friends, having been blessed, it's our bounden duty to go out and use those blessings to help others, just as generously as the Lord shared them with us. Much love. And the postscript for today says, "It is good for me to draw near to God." I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all thy works. That comes from Psalm 73, 28. And that's living truth, friends. If you want to get anywhere to see salvation and heaven eventually, then you have to put your sincere trust in God. Turn to Jesus and start living for him. That's the only way we'll get to heaven. The only way we'll ever see the Father. Because Jesus said, he is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through him. So please let's wake up and realize what's happening now. Let's get together, unify, and get out there and live for Jesus. Do it right so that we can make a good difference in this world. And we pray that in the strong and mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love. I'm not the one